Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. And welcome back. We are back for round two. (laughs) That was a cliffhanger on that last one. Yeah, yeah. So, boy, Angelina, did you know how much we were going to go into depth on this? There have just been so, so many questions and comments and stories about around the topic of, is this or anything we talk about on this podcast satanic? And I really, really want to just take care of all of that and reassure everyone because I, you know, it's all about love. (laughs) It's a very important question. And when you open yourself up to this Uh, additional spiritual world that you may not have been used to in your upbringing, it does bring questions, and these are bridges that need to be crossed. Yes. So so I preface again and reiterate that we are really not picking on anybody's spiritual beliefs. I do absolutely honor and love that we all have the freedom to have our own belief system. And I am open and supportive of everyone's as long as it is positive and love-based. At least you didn't say as long as it was mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't know. I don't have all the answers for darn sure. So what I would like to do to wrap this up is just hit a few highlights where the Bible talks about some of the same things that we do that are often overlooked and then finish up with how do we know we're safe and what can you do to make sure you stay that way? Okay. All right. One of the things that I love, and many of you see angels, talk to angels. I just love the emails saying, you know, I heard that podcast. And so I asked my angels to be involved in my life and show me signs. And then, oh my gosh, the coolest stuff happens. So love that. And in the Bible, they talk about angels. Many times. Both testaments. Right? Okay, so sometimes in the Bible, the angels appear with wings. Ooh, I, you'll like this story. This, <laughs> this, so the reference on this is Second Kings chapter 6 in the Old Testament. And we're talking about the prophet Elisha. And basically, Elisha was, there was a battle, and Elisha prayed that God would open the eyes of the enemy so that they could see who was on the Lord's side, and that prayer was answered, and he did open their eyes and said that the hills were full of chariots and horses and angels all around. Very cool. Ah, very cool scene. Like, battle on your side. (laughs) I know. You know, and yeah, that's a whole different podcast that we've talked about is, yeah, we see so little of what is actually happening, but that is beautiful. So what about... In the Bible, when they've talked about angels appearing, but they did not have wings. They just looked like people. Well, uh, I, I, okay, how about Abraham? When a couple of men came to Abraham, was sitting out uh, by his camper, by his RV. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he was enjoying his afternoon beverage, and these two guys walked up and told him that God was going to make him a great nation. And he went and told his wife, Sarah, and she laughed, and the story goes on from there. 
but those were angels. And one, it says the angel of the Lord, and that usually is interpreted in, in Christian circles or fundamental circles as being Jesus. Oh, okay. So don't you like the way I just throw this little pop quiz out at him? <laughs> and now what about this? <laughs> and this is why Thomas is on the podcast. <laughs> so in forever, forever, angels have come in and they have helped us. They've protected us. They've guided us. And sometimes they entertain us. <laughs> more. Well, and, and while we're on the biblical theme, I, I don't think we can ignore the fact that the whole enunciation of Christ uh, going to Mary, telling her that she was with child, going to Joseph, telling him that she was with child, telling them to go to Egypt, telling them to come back from Egypt. All of that was angelic. So in the Bible, clearly angels are very loving. In fact, it means messenger of God, correct? So for people to be seeing and communicating with angels today baffles me a little bit that that might be considered satanic. I don't get that. So, you know, we're just trying to point out how things follow through and congruencies and incongruencies. Food for thought, right? All right, another one that I've heard and been accused of is absolute blasphemy because I consider all of us divine. We all come from source. And in the Bible, it says God made us in his own image, right? He, we are created. You are God's. They say we are gods. They talk about Elohim and other gods, lesser gods. But yet, when we talk about Greek or Roman mythology, that's just myth because there can't be more than one God, even though in the Bible it says there are gods. And then we are considered blasphemous when we're talking about our divinity. So I would like to just throw that out there as a as food for thought. We're all connected to source. And where... Do they talk about that in the Bible? Well, I mean, Genesis 1-1, God created the heavens and the earth. That word for God is, is, as you said, is the word Elohim. And Elohim can be translated singular or plural. In this case, in the King James, it was translated singular. Majana did a whole course a couple of years ago where a whole path unfolded through the entire Old Testament, from the Hebrew, how that uh, basically unfolded around plural gods, Elohim, multiple gods. And when you understand the, the syntax of the language, the singular interpretation just doesn't hold up consistently through the rest of the text. Yeah, that. so if you're interested in that, I would be happy to refer you to the person who put that program together. He is, oh, it's an amazing, very deep study. It was, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And okay, so then Jesus talks about, he when he performs miracles, does he say that we can do those things? Well, John 14, 12 would be the main reference there that people quote. And they quote this in the metaphysical community quite prolifically, where Jesus said, and this is from the New Living Translation. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. So we can do the same things. And, you know, in sessions we talk about this sometimes. I think we are 
just so often in the mindset of our smallness and our day-to-day routines that we forget how powerful we are. And then if you just, here's a really down-to-earth real-life situation. Look at first world conveniences and how miraculous would you consider those if you were in the third world? Yeah, huge. Yeah, so miracle to one person is an everyday happening and to someone else it's oh my gosh it's unbelievable so when we shift our thinking a little bit and realize the miracles that happen around us every single day that we create that we get to receive that we participate in that also that's well that's gratitude and high energy right all right so the last biblical point And there may be many, many more, but the last one I want to really touch on is that there's a list that says these are gifts that we're given. And one of those gifts is the gift of seeing spirits. It's actually called discernment of spirits. And the original intention of that was to be able to see spirits and discern whether they were high or low energy. And over the years, that of spirits has basically been erased. So now it is just the gift of discernment. And boy, that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg of the way that the interpretation of the Bible has so many ways been conformed and just flat reinterpreted to fit the mold of how the fundamentalist teaching would be, because you can't have this open to see spirits and that be okay Uh, in that context. So you just have to rewrite it and call it the gift of discernment. So now all of a sudden you're wise. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'll take that one too. So just again, some incongruencies, food for thought. All right. Now I've already conceded and will always maintain that you can dance with the dark side anytime you want, any dimension, anywhere. All right. So let's talk about how do we stay safe? How do you know that you're safe? And for most people, I would say that you're, you know, this is one reason we have angels. They, that's their job. They keep us safe. And so you're, unless you are specifically going out there and saying, oh, I'm not afraid. I'm going to go fight, you know, fight the evil side or invite them or, you know, whatever, just leave them alone. They, they're not coming to you. Don't go to them and you're safe. Okay. What if you feel like, okay, this one, this one, somebody recently said is their child was given a Ouija board and they wanted to know if a Ouija board was safe for a child. All right. I love this. I heard a group of teenagers talking about this one day and oh my gosh, I was so proud of them because they looked at, they looked at it and they said, okay, what is this? It's cardboard covered in paper with drawings on it. So does this board have any power? Of course not. It only has the power which you give it. I love that. Intention, right? Intention, exactly right. That is so powerful. So if you have the intention that this is a tool to connect with the dark side, then guess what it is? a tool to connect with the dark side. (laughs) Yeah, that was not a trick question. Or we could say an effective tool. It can be effective because, again, you're inviting them in. Don't do that. I have an angel board that was given to me many, many, many years ago. 
And it's funny because I actually it was recently or shortly shortly after I reopened to all of this, I was given an angel board as a way to communicate, of course, with angels. And I kind of thought about that. And I was never afraid of Ouija boards because I never gave them that power. But it did seem to have a higher energy for me. And I'd used it often. However, a couple of rules here. Never by myself. And I would say that if you're using a Ouija board or an angel board, first of all, I will say I'm a little bit of a stickler with this because what you can't see. Sage is very, very clearing. And so I always sage the board first. Sage the board in like the the cursor. I don't think it's called. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. The piece that moves around. I sage those, and I like to use sage in conjunction with either sweet grass, juniper, or cedar because those three promote positive energy, whereas sage clears out negative. So I do that, and I always, even before I do a session, I always say a prayer or bring in the light and make it's an affirmation that it's always love based. And that only high energy entities or beings are welcome. So using my angel board, that's what I said is this is only angels and my loved ones that are on the other side, my family. Nobody ever, ever came through other than those people and and, and the angels. Remember, you're the boss. You are absolutely the you're boss. You're the boss. So you set the intentions and that's what will follow. All right. One more little biblical thing here. There's some place in the Bible, I believe, it says, where two or more gather. Right. That was, uh, let's see, Matthew chapter 18. That's a random chapter where Jesus is just basically teaching various parables. So in this one particular section, he says, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything, ask for it, and it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Yeah, so for me, it's a matter of raising your vibration, right? When you're by yourself, and this is the thing, a lot of times people want to reach out to the other side because they're grieving, they're depressed, they're lonely, or for they're wanting guidance or information, or sometimes just tell me what to do. I, I'm overwhelmed. Tell me what to do. Well, all of those are pretty low energy vibrational points. And when you're connecting with the other side, you want to be high energy. So let's look at one of those universal laws, the law of vibration, right? Like attracts like. So whatever vibrational frequency you send out is what you will attract to you and get back. So if you're depressed, if you're intoxicated when you're reaching out to the other side, which is, is bringing your energy down, if you're at any low level when you're reaching out, then that is the frequency you're sending and those are the beings that will be tuning into your channel and coming to to talk to you. So if you are with a friend or loved one, at least one other person that is high energy and you, they've helped boost you up and you are doing this in the name of love and you're contacting 
only loved ones, only angels and spirit guides. You've cleared and raised the vibration, cleared out any negativity. Keep your energy high and you're okay. Now, I don't like kids doing it because, well, think of it this way. When somebody is here on the earth and they die, they do not become saints. <laughs> Whatever your um, personality was here, you keep it on the other side. Remember, let's not put the universe into some little box that says you, you know, I don't know, that we have to follow specific rules because I kind of think there aren't a whole lot of rules. Well, like after we transition, we, are, we have a harp in our hands. Not yeah, that doesn't no, happen. No. So if you didn't like somebody when they were alive, you're probably not going to like them when they're dead either. Now, the difference is they have better vision as in, you know, now they have um, access to the Akashic Records. They understand what the soul lessons were about. They can't tell you those things. There's there's like they that's a rule. They can't do that. Plus, you're in a higher vibration. When you leave Earth. Yes, because because that's what Earth is just a low vibration, a dense, a dense planet. So when somebody is disincarnate, if if they were a prankster or an low level, they like to play tricks, whatever, when they were here, they still like to do that on the other side. So imagine there's a child or a person by themselves. So like a child that really doesn't know is just curious and says, you know, is, hey, is anybody out there? Come and talk to me. Well, do you want your child to open the door to your house and scream that if you don't live in a place where you know your neighbors and everything's fine? You know, it's just a safety issue. It's a precaution. So same thing when you're dealing with the other side. That's why I say no kids. Now, I'm okay with kids if they're with you and you have conversations around this and you're very clear about the intention. And I would absolutely make sure that you talk to them about it and you say a prayer out loud together and they understand why you're doing that. And they're in on all of your safety precautions and they understand that they would not do this by themselves or with their friends. And then you're good. That's a lot of... um, a lot of rules I'm putting out there, isn't it, <laughs> for somebody that doesn't like rules? Well, you have to be careful because you're going into an area that most people are not comfortable with, A. And then it's like the the other day, Majan and I were out running some errands, and we were just sitting in a parking lot. You you would appreciate this. We were sitting in a parking lot doing our Google mapping. <laughs> <laughs> we were figuring out where we were headed next. And this guy comes up and approaches our vehicle about some repair that needed to be done in, on Majana's uh, SUV. And he was less than uh, in- integrous, let's just say. And the point of that is, is here we were just basically out in our own neighborhood where somebody was out to basically take some money, you know. And, I mean, not robbing, not to that level, but the point is whenever you go anywhere to the grocery store, you can encounter bad energy or low energy, low vibrations. And you can also encounter very high vibrations. It's true in your neighborhood. It's true in the non-physical world. Yes, absolutely. All right. Anything else that you can do to make sure that you're safe? You know, staying in love. So this would just be my Overall, no matter what you're doing, whether you're trying to 
communicate with somebody while you're asleep. When you're, you want to meditate, you want to leave your body at any time for any reason, or you are doing a seance or using a Ouija board or an angel board, or you're using any sort of cards, any time at all that you're connecting with somebody that's not in a physical body. I always do the white light, white light clearing that's free on our website, which is soulfoodtalks.com under freebies because it's kind of fast. It's easy and it's just so relaxing. I love that one. So you can do that and say a prayer, just asking for guidance and for protection. And then make sure that you're in a high state of energy when you make, when you reach out, if you're in a low state of energy, just don't do it. Don't go there. And the same thing with keep your kids protected. It's not a bad practice for everyday life. I know. How many people, I mean, you know, praying anyway. We Praying is a good thing and being in gratitude. It's just extending it one step further. I don't see anything wrong with praying for protection for yourself and your family and daily affairs. Yeah. As well as anything you might do in the spiritual realm. You know, I'm not going to say a name, but someone I spoke with recently, I absolutely love this. She takes her kids to school every day, and on the way to school, they say this absolutely beautiful prayer of protection for those kids. And then the car stops, kids jump out, and they have a great day at school. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, if you have any other questions that we didn't cover about your safety, please let us know. And we are happy, happy, happy to take care of that. And again, I don't know at all. I'm just sharing what I absolutely believe to be true from my experiences. And I wish you all the best. Until next time, namaste.